Welcome to Wisdom and Productivity, the podcast of Dr. Efraim Martinez. So today is a Thursday, February 25th. Um, I missed my podcast yesterday. I broke the habit of doing this thing for myself once a day, but that is okay. I had a very, very good reason. Uh, it happens to be that um, yesterday I, um, I was in pain, right? So um, let me uh, begin with uh, a quote by Dalai Lama that goes by this. Uh, happiness is not something really ready-made. It comes from your own actions. So this is important because Um, you know, I always remember coming to the United States and I believe uh, the pursuit of happiness is, is something big in this country. And um, I believe the concept of happiness needs to evolve because um, it seems that in the United States, the country where I am a citizen since birth, um, Happiness is something that you achieve one day. And one day you achieve happiness when you reach a destination or when you are given permission or when you have certain amount of money. And like the Lama, Dalai Lama says, happiness is something really that you, um, that comes from your inner self, that comes from your own actions. So um, yesterday I came home early from work. My wife went to pick me up, uh, which is strange because I left um, my car. I pulled my back. So it's more specifically the the coccyx or um, the tailbone, I believe I was corrected yesterday by the professionals. So uh, to make the story short, I was in a lot of pain yesterday. I considered going to the ER and um, my wife said, absolutely no, no ER. You are coming home. I'm going to go get you. You know, and my wife is teaching too. Uh, so uh, she had to take a, a moment to go get me. And I am so grateful, you know, because I couldn't sit. I could not sit down um, and she was able to pick me up and um, because I couldn't sit, I couldn't drive. Um, and when I came home, I was embraced by everyone. You know, my children, Nana, uh, Chulu. Uh, Chulu's a dog, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, and, um, and I felt so blessed, you know. Um, I believe, I strongly believe what the Dalai Lama says, you know, um, we have to find the beauty where nobody can find it. So uh, one of the positives that we have gathered, I believe in all fields of education or medicine is that it has tremendously enhanced communication Um, and within between the patient and the doctor. And this is so important because, you know, for example, yesterday would have been extremely uncomfortable to, to make my spouse drive me to the hospital. 
to be there barely able to move and be hours and hours and hours in the emergency room uh, because there are other priorities and they cannot really do much for the coccyx I learned afterwards. So the story with my coccyx goes like this. Picture a beautiful beach in Puerto Rico. I was maybe 11 years old and um, uh, there was this group of older kids maybe they were 17 maybe 18 and you know i have always been the kind of person who 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 has been more mature or not mature who has always wanted to be with more mature people than myself thinking of myself as more mature does that make sense so i am not saying that i was more mature than the average kid but my mindset was convinced that I was, even though probably I wasn't. Uh, so there's this, uh, someone has two jet skis and people are taking turns. And there was someone who I felt attracted to, who was way older. Like I believe the person was about 18 and I was about 11. And all I could think is, wow, I'm going to be behind this person in the jet ski and I'm going to be able to hold their waist. Even though they had like a un salvavidas, like a, like something to ensure that if you fall, you don't drown, right? A, a lifeguard, is it? A lifeguard? No, uh, un salvavidas. I believe the listener will understand. So all I could think is that my arms were around uh, the waist of this person that I liked. And uh, what I didn't realize is that I was breaking my collarbone because the jet ski was like boom, 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 like jumping, boom, boom, boom. And that was like hitting my back. And I didn't know that I was supposed to like kind of like lift myself a little bit so my, 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 I would not get hurt. But, you know, I was. There was a, a strange combination of being attracted to this older adult and also being afraid of falling, you know? And uh, I came and I was so messed up but I was injured for weeks, you know? And in my house, uh, my parents didn't have insurance, not because we were not poor. Uh, it's not that we were poor, it's that my father had decided to live a lifestyle where he didn't have to pay for stuff like insurance. So it was a normal thing in my house. So it's not like I thought it wasn't, it was, I was, it was bad. I just, the way I took it is, okay, I'm gonna be out for a couple of weeks, you know, walking a little funny and being uncomfortable, but then it will go away. So uh, the other day, uh, 40 years later, no, 30 something years later, uh, I'm with my spouse and my children and um, we want to take a picture of like kind of like falling backwards in the snow and the snow you know one was one of those days that was so snowy and everything looked so fluffy and so beautiful and we fell backwards uh, like in trust and I did it fully trusting uh, but, you know, one thing I've been an, an, an isleño, yeah, someone who comes from a warm Caribbean island is that 
I might not have a full comprehension of how snow works because of course right underneath that very fluffy snow there was some solid ice and uh, or maybe it was something else but the point is that when I felt I felt that no I felt when I fell I felt that um, I hit something hard right there in the coccyx and ever since every day the pain has been increasing so two weeks have passed and yesterday it got to a level like to the level where you say I need to go to the ER you know but the reality is that hospitals are jam-packed for serious situations such as you know not being able to breathe and um, I was advised by my spouse and my friends you know avoid the hospital like a plague you know so I called the doctor to see what to do and although they cannot tell me what to do because then they get sued I guess um, I was advised to have a teleappointment with my doctor and um, that weren't great because um, I was able to do it like postrado, like laying on my bed, like kind of on the side where I could be a little bit more comfortable. And I was so blessed because, you know, my wife was with me as if we were in the actual doctor and the doctor was uh, a doctor that I really much appreciate. You know, one of those people that, that you want to emulate. So the doctor is in his in his house and he, you see all his books, you know, and when you see someone that likes to read, for someone who has this thing about learning and wisdom seeking, of course, I want to know uh, what is he reading, you know, what is, but uh, you know, it's not appropriate to ask your doctor, but he's so funny, you know, he's like telling my wife, what are you doing that he's not worth it? You know, he has known me now for, like 19 years and he treated my wife since he was a baby and he has treated the whole entire family so uh, we feel like we know this doctor you know and the doctor said after he listens to me he says you know what um, um you're gonna take this 800 milligram uh, ibuprofen uh, that lowers your inflammation and you're gonna have these patches and he explains how to wear the patches. And let me tell you, uh, today I am doing the podcast. Today I am um, back with enthusiasm. Uh, I got permission to telework today, which is good because I, it gives me time to heal and to do things um, properly. And uh, at the same time, keeping pace with what is happening in school because we are in this process of reopening and, and things are working smoothly. But uh, the point going back is that uh, happiness is something that is within you. And even when you are in distress, you can find the beauty uh, out of things. You can find beauty. I wanted to write that. So uh, I'm going to follow up at this with a quote that is going to take me to the message um, that I want to keep 
uh, delivering today, um, it goes like this. I can give you a surefire formula for success, but I can give you a formula for failure. Try to please everybody all the time by Herbert Bayard Swoop. So this is important because when I began as a school principal, uh, right away, there was this perception, not only in, in, my, in my area, but I have been in seven schools. That would be a great blog on why, why I have been in so many schools. But the, the point is that the point of being in so many schools, one of the positive aspects is that I was able to observe, to learn and to grasp the ways that people run the schools differently and different interpretations of what things entail. And the truth is that I thought that you just have to be saying yes to everyone and you know, uh, it's just, it's not gonna happen. Let me give you an example. Let's, 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 let's talk about the open door policy, right? So when I became my principal, I immediately, uh, thought to myself, well, you know, I need to have an open door policy because um, uh, that's what good principals do. They're always available. So I had this particular um, complicated family who the first week of school came one time at 8.30, which I was welcoming students. Then came the next day, like at 9.05, which I was in a grade level meeting and came a third time and I was dealing with an emergency. And then the parent or the family went to the public meeting and said that I was never available, that I was lying and that the open door policy was not true. So what I decided then is that instead of portraying someone that can please everyone, I decided that what I wanted to do but what will be really is like, how do I get to the person's desired outcome before the person gets upset at me? So uh, instead of having an open door policy, I had something where I had my clerk um, make the appointments. And what I have been doing for the past two years is having using technology. So there's a page called Calendly. And in Calendly, you can basically put you there your availability in your calendar. And it gives you a link. And every time it says, hey, Martinez, Dr. Martinez, I want to meet with you to talk about A, B, or C. Instead of me getting all anxious or giving all the places and times where I'm available, I say, yes, absolutely, let's meet Here's my availability, schedule yourself. And that way, the, the person who wants to meet with you feels empowered and feels less pressure because then they get to select a time and a date that works for them first. And by default, it will work for me too. So it's a win-win and it defeats any open door policy. I will continue with a quote of Epictetus. 
that goes like this. Oh, está aquí en el Daily Stoic. Sorry. Epictetus. He says, When someone arouses your anger, know that it's really your own opinion fueling it. So, what does Epictetus mean by this? Is that in life, we can have people try to impact us in non-positive ways and it is up to us on how do we react to this for example if someone confronts you and is insulting you or is degrading you rather than saying you know what pull away because i am getting pissed off Oh, I am getting upset. I am getting angry. In reality, what Epictetus says is that you're giving the power to the other person. But instead, if you say to yourself, I am going to get away from this individual because the actions that the individual is making are making me feel feelings of anger. And in order to master that anger, I am going to move away. You need to to tango. So again, Epictetus reminds us that we have the power on what to do with the emotions that arise. And if you think about it, that's exactly what Mr. Rogers said. It's not about not getting mad, but it's what you do with the mad that matters. And I will finish the day with a quote of Marcus Aurelius. Keep a list before your mind of those who burn with anger and resentment about something, of even the most renowned for success, misfortune, evil deeds, or any special distinction. Then ask yourself, how did that work out? Smoke and dust, the stuff of simple myth, trying to be legend. So Marcus Aurelius is saying this from the, the from a sitting throne in on his journal that he never meant to publish. He is saying that no matter who you are and your position in society you are just dust smoke and dust he says um the daily stoic says that every day that you allow emotions of hate anger obsession and perfectionism take the best of you you are wasting your own time you are wasting your own life You must remember that it's not about the destination, but about enjoying riding the wave. This has been the podcast of Dr. Efraim Martinez, Wisdom and Productivity, Peace and Calm.